Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Let's squat up. This is Agent Jones, and you're listening to the Fortnite Command Peely Hour. It's peeling time. Today on the Power Hour, episode 213, Fortnite Command Peely Hour, recorded on March... 25th, 2023. Welcome to the Fortnite Command Peely Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to thank the bus driver and prepare to drop with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. And with us, we have an awesome roundtable to talk about the new chapter of Fortnite. Uh, we're going to go ahead and have them announce themselves. Hello, I'm Christopher Long from Long's Toys. Hi, I'm Hassan Ahmed from the World of Ha. I'm Mason. I'm Aaron, a.k.a. Nova Charter. I'm Corey, a.k.a. The Frozen Stratos. And we will also have a special guest who will review the new chapter later on. Uh, So first off, we're going to go into our fortnightly news segment. Uh, This is where we talk about the latest news in Fortnite. First off... You can now publish your Fortnite creative maps using create.fortnite.com. This includes submitting to Discovery. The next time you publish your Fortnite creative, you'll see your private version appear in the creator portal. And so basically what this means is that they've completely updated creative uh, because now it's uh, creative 2.0. And that includes uh, a beta right now that they're doing with the Unreal Engine. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But it's an easier way to manage your creative maps. And personally, I'm not, like, I haven't created any maps. I, I don't think any of us have created a map. But I know that they're giving new tools to kind of make it easier. And at least from what I've seen from the Unreal version of it, it almost feels to me like if if anyone here has played Halo, like Halo Forge, when you could create your own Halo maps, which I have dabbled in. So with it being easier to post to the creative portal and also with Creative 2.0, um, are you all going to try it out? Or are you going to try to make your own map? No. <laughs> I have creative ideas, but I lack the mechanical skill. So mm-hmm. like... I may try it and just laugh at how bad my concept becomes when I try and make it, but probably not really. Yeah. I just don't have time or patience for that. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like it's, it's definitely a thing that in the back of your mind, you're like, Oh yeah, I definitely want to do that. That's something I want to try. When you get there, when you have the tools in hand, it's like, Oh, this is, I don't want to do any of this. (laughs) So I downloaded the editor. Yeah. I downloaded the editor and I don't know if I'm actually going to follow through with it, but it's pretty cool. The tool is, um, it's very similar to something I've done some coding in unity before and like some map creation and that it's very similar, um, Mm. in creation. Cause I mean, literally you can do anything with it. They give you some templates and some Island canvases and stuff to work with, but I mean, you can erase that and i saw somebody built the first level of mario 64 and posted on youtube wow <laughs> they were like, immediately same... banned yeah exactly yeah they were like we could never they're like we could never post this 
yeah, they, they were in just their staging uh, server mm. for it and they were running around in the map and stuff and building. And they were like, I could never post this because Epic's cracking down on that kind of stuff. Because literally, I mean, you can build you can build an environment that looks like any other video game. So it's pretty cool. So look wow. for Angel Grave coming soon to uh, Fortnite <laughs> <laughs> with the with Bernie's fitness gym and uh, energy drink bar. <laughs> and that kind of leads into the our next news segment where the Unreal Editor for Fortnite and the Creator Economy 2.0 is here. And they dropped this trailer, which looked absolutely insane like i already thought that the fortnite like game looked really good with with unreal but these environments are super realistic it's crazy yeah it looks super cool um and some of the demos that they had up there like just were were awesome my my only thing is like like with creative 1.0 there's a lot of cool ideas but it just ended up turning into this really buggy thing that kind of was never, you know, there's a lot of like missed potential, I think, there. With Creative 2.0, like a lot of people were like, we're going to recreate like the OG map and bring it back. And then they hit like memory limits and they had to cut out mm-hmm. POIs and they had to remove floor loot and make all these concessions. So I just hope that Epic Games, like, this is like a crucial time where if they like listen to feedback and really, I know it's super, super early. So yeah. I'm sure they will because this is like their big new push. But so I'm excited, hopefully, at the potential uh, for what it can be going yeah. forward. They can't even give us more skin presets. I don't see them expanding anything. (laughs) (laughs) Starting out, it feels like a more stable experience, which is nice. Um, We did the OG Atlas, the Atlas OG map um, last night. And maybe AP, you can speak to this a little bit. But it was pretty stable throughout. It took some figuring out to like exactly what was going on. But once we got into a private game and played and made it through a match. So it was cool. It was a lot of fun, or I should probably say interesting, because I didn't do much except try to build a friendship bridge. (laughs) 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 And it's like, surprise, I can do that now. But it was uh, pretty neat. I mean, I felt I didn't play Fortnite back then, so I can't attest to how accurate it was. Mm. But it seemed like a pretty smooth experience. Definitely nostalgic. There were a couple of hiccups. I did end up getting stuck in a divot in the ground in... uh, (laughs) in uh, one of the POIs and had to use grenades to try and like break the ground to get myself out of the hole I was in. So um, there are definitely some bugs that hopefully uh, things will be able to be smoothed out over the course of the coming months. This Unreal Editor uh, Fortnite edition or what they're calling like UEFN, you can check out some early maps in the game itself. One's called Deserted Domination. The other is called Forest Guardian. And there's one called The Space Inside. And those are in the Epics Picks tab in the Discover Row in Fortnite. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to play any of these or experiment with any of that uh, just because I've been like way too busy. But um, I'm definitely interested in playing. And I never got to experience the first island. Um, so to drop into an old map is is pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, it is interesting that, like, they set the stage by giving us this really awesome trailer that had a robot drop from the sky. And then right. you and your friends supposedly start shooting it. And then when you log into the game, oh, that's not any one of these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't play them. Like, yeah, it's a, it's that's a tech thing. demo. 
yeah it's one thing for like the beginning of the season trailer to be like oh hey this is coming this is coming but it's not quite here yet it's a tease yeah. but that trailer it's like it, we're already in the new season we're already in the new creative but you didn't bother to give us the one that you're selling us on <laughs> exactly you didn't show us any of these <laughs> other ones but all right instead they gave us a call of duty clone yeah, yeah it's basically Call of Duty, it, which is very fun. Very Call of Duty, and yeah. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I've I've never played a Call of Duty, so it was really nice to. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a different ish experience. Like it's still just running around and shooting things, but at least you have a different purpose. And you're trying to capture the flag, so that was yeah. you're trying to keep the bases for a certain amount of time. We had a pretty epic game last night, and it was really fun. It'd be really yeah. fun to play that map with a big group of even teams. Now, Aaron, I know you've dabbled in the in the Call of Duty. Have you had a chance mm-hmm. to play any of this? I haven't yet. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited to uh, in the future. And I also want to see if I can import some 3D models. I dabble in 3D modeling. It'll be cool to import and create a map based on like a s- sci-fi starship or something like that. Well, I think we all have to be careful, Any anyone who creates, because this is something that, that AP found out. AP, what's what's going on with like the, uh, the crackdown on some copyrighted material? So apparently, if you create anything you don't have the rights to, they will pretty much straight up ban you from the game. They're only allowing exceptions for Chapter 1 maps mm. and only Chapter 1 maps. Does that mean building a chapter one map, like a recreation? Yes. Okay. Even if you make like a chapter two map, chapter three map, you're not allowed to do that. That's kind of crazy to me. Cause it's like, why I, I know chapter one is like the memorable map that, you know, all the original Fortnite players played, but season two and three are done. Like we're never going to have those maps back. Mm-hmm. So it's like, to me, it's like, why would that even matter? You know? I wonder if they plan to bring back some of those POIs at some point since they're a little bit more recent or something. And maybe that's why, because yeah, I was be. wondering the same. I was like, chapter one, I played, yeah, early on, but I really started to get more into it with chapter two. Like those are some of the best, you yeah. know, memories I had in the game and I want to play that map again, but I guess we can't with this. So maybe they have some plans. I don't know. Yeah, I did see. I did see an interview with Tim Sweeney where he was talking about it a little bit and he was saying, you know, we're, we're allowing chapter one maps and we're going to see about the future. We just got to like, keep it at a certain level so it doesn't get out of hand right away. So he said it could be a possibility in the future. They just got to figure out a way to control it to where it's not too, like it doesn't get overwhelming for people. If I try to create like the enterprise or the Megazord, I'm going to get banned. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You can't even create Enterprise Rent-A-Car. <laughs> we just make it Angel Grave, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Angel Graves. Also with this, there is also a new creator economy 2.0. So if you're part of the creator program, I guess that they're going to have eligible payments for island publishers. Um, so what that means is if your map really takes off and people are downloading it and playing it, you get a certain percentage. So according to this, you get 40% net revenue from Fortnite's item shop and real money Fortnite purchases to all island publishers on a monthly basis. So that's pretty crazy. And then 
engagement payout funds are separate from supporter creator. So it's not part of the supporter creator part of it. It's just like if you build a map, that's a separate like revenue stream if you're a Fortnite creator, which I think is pretty cool because people can spend a lot of time building these maps. I mean, the only comparable thing I have, like I said before, is Halo Forge. And I remember spending just hours perfecting the maps that I built in Halo. So I can only imagine how much time and, and effort people are putting into these Fortnite creator maps. Yeah, I think it will encourage people to create better experiences too, mm -hmm. because they want people to actually play them over and over again. So they're going to spend the time to make them less buggy. Which is great because the one thing I've always had an issue with whenever they tie in these special events where you can get like free stuff is they tie them to these creator maps and like 90% of the time they are complete buggy messes. And it's really hard yeah. to complete those challenges and get the free stuff that they're offering. So yeah, I'm all yeah. for less buggy maps. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. I really think they're they're in this for the the long haul with this one. Like they had saved the world, right? And then they evolved to like making a battle royale. Now this is like gonna be, I think, their big premiere thing. Mm -hmm. Fortnite is gonna be whatever you want it to be and just yeah. kind of like really open things up. And I think adding, you know, the revenue aspect to it is a really good motivator. Yeah, it's it's definitely just kind of like that that next phase. And when you incentivize people like that, Mason, like you said, it just pushes people to do better and create better mm -hmm. working maps. So I, I think it's a good thing in the long run. Does anyone know how long this beta is supposed to last, or is it just kind of an open beta? Has anyone I heard? Or? Is it, I think that's isn't Battle Royale still in beta? I think that's the new cop out for bugs in yeah. applications and things right. like that because everything's in early access, everything's in beta, and it's just going to stay in beta so people don't <laughs> complain as much. Small independent studio, please understand. <laughs> right, yeah, Epic Games, very small right. indie developer, yes. <laughs> And then our last piece of news, uh, Lantern Fest is back. I didn't even know there was a first one. Uh, experience the new creative island and participate in this month's competitions, riddles, and more to win various in-game rewards. So if you go to fn.gg slash lanternfest2023, they're also coupling this with a lanternography contest, which I guess if you take a screenshot with certain lanterns that you find around this creative map, you can also win some stuff, but it looks like there's a lantern spray camo needs loot emoticon dog eat dog spray and the twilight mosaic wrap. So some pretty cool stuff, I guess, if you're into the, the lantern theme that they've got going on. Also, they're going to have a locker bundle from Fazil YJY, who has picked some of his favorite locker items. So that will be in the shop starting April 6th, where you can get the Maven outfit, the T-square pickaxe, pop dropper glider, and the bobbin emote. And... I guess Cypher PK is also in the shop for Lantern Fest. So, yay. <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is it's another thing where you get a free wrap and then just sprays and emoticons you'll never use? Pretty, Pretty much. much yeah. Right, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I'm guessing those will be the first things you get. 
Probably. Uh, of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, cool. I, I, haven't even, wanna... I haven't I haven't done it yet, so I, I don't and know. And I think it's using the old Creative 1.0 stuff, so not even the fancy new thing. Oh, that just no. Oh, no, I, no. Oh, I thought they said it was part of the new map. Oh, is it? I thought... Okay, well, it says it experience the new Creative Island. So Built maybe... Creative 1.0. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't know, maybe. Womp womp. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this uh, edition of Fortnightly News. So what I thought we could do for this episode is kind of review the the last uh, season because that was the start of the new chapter four and then uh, kind of go because we're three weeks into season two and talk about our experiences with that kind of do a mini review what we hope in the future uh, for maybe this season and, and beyond. So first up chapter four season one was the 23rd season of Fortnite of battle Royale. And it's the first season of chapter four. It started on December 4th, 2022. And, um, after the, uh, stare at Asteria unplayable period and concluded on March 10th. So the season overall last season was 96 days, which is pretty average. It's, it's not the least, but it's also not the most. I think the least amount of time was something like 70 days or something back in chapter two. And then this whole season uh, revolves around the Oathbound and uh, medieval times with this newly forged island. So if you want to catch up on kind of like the, the story beats, PlayStation Grenade and also Top 5 Gaming, they, they put in some uh, storyline videos for the last season. But for me, at least, I, I think it was kind of a letdown with the story because it was cool that we got to see the the oathbound and and the ageless who is that first snapshot of Geno um which they've referenced before but it's not like they really connected that in the story because it was all based on these story quests and unfortunately what happened last season and what's continuing in this season is they're putting in these big gaps with the story quest. It's not like a weekly story quest. It's every two weeks or 20 days. And I'm, I'm not really feeling that because it's, it's hard to follow along at that point. What does everyone else think? I was going to say, were there story beats to mention in any of those videos? <laughs> because it really <laughs> felt like, you know, Oh, it's this guy. And he walked around the Island and like looked up stuff for him. And then he was like, okay, well, Good luck. And then he left. And I was like, what happened? Like, it didn't really feel like anything actually happened. Yeah. Anytime Ryan, I ask you anything about, oh, hey, did you did you listen to that part of the thing when you when they did the thing? And you'd always be like, what? what? They did that. I wasn't paying attention. I was shooting things. So it's really weird. how like they have you either talk to someone or do an activity, but like they can't properly communicate whatever story they have going on. Because maybe someone is shooting at you and you can't pay attention. Maybe exactly. something else yeah. is pulling your attention. Maybe you're in a group when you're doing these story quests and people are talking. And you're like, wait, I can't. Yeah. Hear. Like, that's what happens to me before. And I'm not I'm not blaming any of you guys. <laughs> but it's just like when when you accidentally start a story quest and, you know, you've got Amy or whoever the character is talking in your ear and everyone else is talking. You're like, wait, I'm missing everything. So I usually <laughs> have to go back and and look at these videos from like PlayStation grenade or, or whoever. And I don't like how it's, how it's been integrated the past couple seasons. 
Yeah, I think those videos just put the story together more than mm -hmm. I can actually get out of it. So it's mm -hmm. really nice that they do that because I was like between like I was real busy and we were playing a lot together and stuff. And so I missed a lot of the story. So I watched that video this morning. I was like, oh, that's what happened. So it was very <laughs> helpful to really understand how we got to the point where we are right now. <laughs> yeah. And what was also kind of hard to follow and, you know, I... I'm going to include the Fortnite wiki links into our show notes for our listeners. And it seems like the wiki and these videos do a much better job of like summarizing the story than the game itself. And I think that's a problem because there was this whole yeah. thing last season where you were helping basically build Amy's body. Amy is the AI uh, from the last chapter uh, that the scientist helped to build uh, with Jonesy. And like, I think it's a big deal that she's becoming a sentient AI and she's going to have her own body, but it's all in these like story quests that you miss. And she's like, all right, I'm free. And you're like, wait, what? Like what just happened? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I miss like the big, like cut scenes and kind of events and things to tie yeah. things together from season to season. Cause I feel like after the last chapter, the things with the seven ended very abruptly yes. and then we're in this new thing. And, Oh, is this like a, is this guy related to Geno and all that? And then, Oh, Oh, new season again. It's like, wait, hold on. There's so many new things they keep throwing at us, but they're not like tying it together like they used to. So I'm just like wondering how it all works. Yeah. I was going to ask like, are the seven just dead? Cause they just kind of like got Chrome on them. And then we never talked about it again. And it's just like, okay, I guess they're gone now. And the whole Chrome thing seemed like it was building up and that, lady was in the tower and he thought something was going to happen. And then, nope, we're just moving on. No one liked this, this whole chapter. So we're ending it after like three seasons, which is not usually what they do. They just noped out of chapter three so fast because they're like, well, we thought about these storylines and then we just didn't do anything with them. And nobody liked them, I guess. So we just gave up. From what I'm reading from the Fortnite wiki. So apparently Amy knows that if the scientist is facing a fate darker than the worst imaginable, she will need a body built for the other side of the rift gate. Amy's upgrades include a pocket chainsaw, flamethrowers, a little cheese knife, and a jazzy piano. She draws up blueprints, but the stiff winds blew the plans clean out of Amy's printer tray. Amy finds her <laughs> blueprints, picks up some computer chips. It's a model of the chip inside the guardian shields. Amy doesn't know what's happening to the scientist, but she will find him and bring him back to the island. And maybe when she does, the scientist will look at everything she's done and he'll finally see her as his superior. Amy says goodbye. And then the next week we have the rift gate being built. And it was like very subtle over the weeks. Like you helped build the rift gate a little bit, like you would gather pieces for it, but it never really affected anything on the map until the next update. And then there was the visual change. And then that last week felt like such a blow off because they're like, Oh, Hey, look in the sky. I only happened to look up and see that, that big red rift. And it was like, wait, what's happening. So those last couple weeks, because everyone was already done leveling up and everyone was done trying to get these quests done. And I feel like a lot of people missed that last week and a half where they added these last story elements. And if I wasn't a little bit concerned in the story, I wouldn't even have played that last week and I would have completely missed this. It feels to me like they were really busy with creative 2.0 and, uh, that's where their main focus was for the transition from season to season. But can we talk theories a little bit about what yeah, sure. 
think might happen. I have like after watching the the uh, PlayStation Grenade video and kind of getting a full picture of the story, it seems like the seven's going to come back into some capacity. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're going to come back and maybe be the next villains because they're transformed some way. And I wonder if that's going to tie into like Fort Nightmares this year for the fall season. Oh, that could be cool. That'd be cool. Mm. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I didn't. It's already think more about thought it. than they put into it. Good job, <laughs> <laughs> Hire me. No, I'm just kidding. They always talk about this plan that they have. Like Donald Mustard on Twitter right. is always like tweet, you know, teasing things. So they have this like multi-year plan. I just, I, I think we're just in that period right now where, where to, to Mason's point, they probably had other focuses. They're kind of like building up to something, so it just kind of feels like we're in that lull. Kind of like with Power Rangers, it was like, okay, what's going on with the 30th anniversary stuff? What's happening? <laughs> right, and now here's yeah. a trailer. Here's all this. You know, like it'll come. We're just kind of in that little lull right now, wondering what's going on. Yeah. Uh, speaking to Eric's point about uh, people who dropped off as someone who dropped off once I hit a certain level and stopped caring about anything else. Like, yeah, I didn't even know about this Riftgate story at all. I have no idea what you guys are referencing. I'm going to have to go back and watch these lore videos. But if they were distracted, then it's understandable. But just it seems like the story just really kind of petered out at the end there. Yeah, it just felt like there was less focus on the end of the season because once again, we didn't have a season ending event. And I know they don't do these for every season, but I think it's important to keep that story going. And I feel if they don't do one for this current season for season two, then what's the point? Like they either drop the story or I, I feel like a big event needs to happen. Why, why should we have to wait till October for Fort nightmares? Yeah. Hire somebody using unreal editor to build their own event that can become an official <laughs> thing. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why like not? the thing is they've gotten so big, right? Like I feel like that has to be part of the expectation now. You know, like you guys are saying, use that excuse of, uh, oh, yeah, we're just an open beta or whatever. You're you're kind of like a big thing now. You do have to step it up after a while. So events that aren't just their bank accounts would beg to differ. (laughs) (laughs) Events that aren't just busy work would uh, I, I feel like that's not necessarily required, but it is sort of expected. Right. And. I think just for, you know, with, with these story quests and, um, I would just like to see just them weekly or, or more frequent. Like if you're going to do them, like, cause when I see, Oh, get more quests in 20 days, I'm like, you, you've just killed the momentum of whatever story you were trying to build. If I was paying attention, <laughs> lucky yeah. for you, I already don't care. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, story aside, what were some of y'all's like favorite, I guess, either POIs or favorite things that happened during season one of this new chapter? I like the Excalibur rifle. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Everything. I mean, the map. <laughs> the map was nice. I like the whole. Um, I miss medieval vibes, but the Excalibur rifle was really, really fun. Yeah, that was definitely a, a game changer. But you know, I always feel like these season ones because I started Fortnite with Chapter Two, Season One, and so it always feels like these season ones are a little bit less light on the story anyway, because they're trying to get you to explore the map and like really try out the new features that they uh, happen to have, unfortunately. And we'll talk about this for season two. 
they removed a ton of the features that were in season one for the new season. So it's like, what were we doing in, in season one? I think it's interesting because you kind of don't really get the perspective of, of the overall chapter until you see like what another season will be. Mm -hmm. So I will say it is, it is cool that um, the first season laid the foundation to be like, okay, maybe we're going to be doing a thing about like different warriors throughout time. Yeah. First, we're going to start with, you know, medieval knights and all this stuff, but like, and now we're in the future. Yeah. Yeah. But with, with like samurai and yeah, I I don't want to get too far ahead, but like, yeah, you know, adventuring into different styles of combat. And I think it's really cool to, to explore that and like, different futuristic types of settings. And I was watching the, the top, the, one of the top five gaming videos and they broke down like all the factions that are in the different biomes. And I'm like, they've already hinted at stuff. It's just, you have to dig a little deeper into it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hints with the battle pass, anything else that you guys like really liked about season one? Like what about the battle pass? Hammers are really good. The augment system was new for this chapter. So yes. they always yeah. add in big new mechanics. And I love the augment system. It just really adds an extra new flavor to you know each game. I liked it last season. This season it's been thumbs down, kind of boring. But the ones they had last season were really good. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. It's really helpful that they like just give you so much gold. Mm-hmm. Like everywhere <laughs> you look, you're getting gold. So it's like you can re-roll. Ideally, until you have the loadout you wanted, you actually did get to explore all of them. Yeah, and there were there were so many augments. I think um, from what Fortnite Wiki is saying, there was 27 augments for season oh. one. And now mm-hmm. for season two, they've literally chopped that list in half. Yeah, and some of my favorites are gone. Yeah. I, I know... Chris, you really miss Bush Warrior. Even the other night when we were playing, you're like, I can't hide in a bush and heal. (laughs) Also, I miss my bows. I loved having bow specialists where you would just auto-regenerate the arrows. Yeah. And then pair that with balloons and you're just in the air all the time, just firing, (laughs) raining death from above. I miss getting Peely's Plunder. And then wandering yeah. off from the rest of the group to go find. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> where's AP? Where's AP? Yeah, oh, she'd, <laughs> she'd always have to make a note. No, no, I'm not. I'm not leaving. I'm just going off on my own and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, you want some cover? She's like, no, I'm good. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> This season also introduced the mid-season battle pass. Hmm. I was not a fan of that because it just, I think it happened so late in the season. And there were some issues because there's these crazy players who like level up all the way to a thousand. I don't know how that's possible. It's insane. But they even had to do a little rollback where... For anyone who reached the top tier, they would roll back the levels just so you could earn the mid-season drops, which were based on you had to get like 10 levels for every character. So I really like how they changed it for for season two, where it's more quest-based. Yeah, it's objectives. And I think that was the big failure, which they course-corrected in season one, where they had the quest originally expire, which Mm -hmm. hasn't really happened before. They were trying something and it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
We did get a couple of events. We had Winterfest, which is the annual one. I actually really liked Winterfest this past year. It was a lot of fun. What was that? Winterfest. I don't remember what it was, though. Just well, like all, getting all the free stuff. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> finding oh, finding yeah. Santa on okay. his death his death yeah, yeah. Uh, rig where he would just do a sweat skin. <laughs> yeah, it lets you identify very quickly the sweat players. They all seem to gravitate towards yeah. the free skin. Yeah. Oh yeah, just the 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 Arctic uh, Adeline, who's the like free lady of this season, and uh, the the free guff. Uh, skin yeah, as well guff, yeah. and we've, even, we've grown to hate that guff <laughs> yeah even to this day i'm like don't give me skin. <laughs> do we no curse cookie. on this podcast i mean you could i'll bleep it but oh <laughs> never mind <laughs> there's <laughs> one <laughs> let's say it's always those free ones that turn into like the sweat skins because frozen peely was the year before yes and then you yeah. know guff now yeah. yeah oh you know what Last season was that the one they introduced the uh, how to control the uh, the people you hire? Yeah, yeah, dude, mm-hmm. game changer. That was only, a game changer. I love that. Yeah, it kind of only got better up until you know they stopped supporting it for like half the time, but then they brought <laughs> it back, and it's like you can have them crouch with you. Like yeah. it's subtle stuff. Like if you're hiding, they crouch with you. Obviously. They can heal you. I think the first time, like it was, it was really early on. Rye and I were playing. I got knocked. Rye was like, you know, off in the distance trying to to bait them, and my guy healed me. We wiped that team and ended up winning the game. So those those guys really come in clutch. Yeah. And I I never really control them when I have them, like I because it's like a different sub menu and and I really don't care, but there have been a few times where like, it feels like the AI of the, your character when you are down, like they immediately gravitate to you if they can heal you. And so I, I really love that feature, especially if I'm playing solo and it happens. Um, well, no, if I'm solo, then I just die. (laughs) <laughs> that works the, the few times that that it's happened to me where either i'm off in the distance or or the team the team is a little bit further on and i do get knocked but i've hired someone it really comes in clutch for sure i like using them as like a decoy sending yeah. them off into oh, the yeah, distance yeah. well there was a time Corey was knocked, crawled over to someone, hired them, and then they brought him back up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's amazing. He hired them while nice. he was crawling. And we're like, you can do that? That's a, that's huge. I didn't even know you could do that. Wow. That's that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, until this moment, I had forgotten I had done that. <laughs> yeah, I think that feature was bugged for a little bit, though. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. They they had taken it out for like a month or two because I went to use it one time and I was like, "Wait, where did it go? Where did the, the controls go? <laughs> I need this. <laughs> yeah. I need this right now." Well, the flip side is the NPCs now like they'll get in the car. So I think we were playing like a squad game and I couldn't get it in the car because the NPC jumped in. Leave <laughs> <laughs> me behind. Thanks. Oh yeah, <laughs> I loved the dirt bikes in the first yeah. season. That oh, was a sure. lot of fun. The new bikes are trash yeah i don't really care for them <laughs> yeah. at all they handle a lot worse yeah i actually like the new ones a lot better because i oh, maybe really? i just couldn't control the other ones i'm like constantly like 
running into things, but these just kind of, they feel a little tighter. And I feel the opposite. I feel like I can't control. Uh, huh. Yeah. I can't control the new ones. Yeah. It's the opposite for me. I just miss the ability to jump with it because it's hard mm, when you get stuck yeah. on something, the jump mm-hmm. will help you get out of there. That's true. They're trying too hard to make the bikes so realistic like how they handle and things like that and it's yeah. like this is a video game just make them give them a little more turning radius and things like that <laughs> i want to jump on a street bike i do like the new cars though how you can like drift, drift. in them yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. also they just look really really cool i hope Jazzwares makes toys of those cars oh because yeah I want absolutely them. Yeah. And we were joking early on in this new season. It totally feels like Fast and the Furious. We're making yeah. family jokes like all the time. <laughs> family. It's family. That's a family car. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a be a collab with the new movie or something. They'll probably have I, one of the cars. Yeah, they could. I think so. Game, I wanted them to do the uh, uh, Connie does bike from Akira because I feel like that would fit so perfectly with the mm-hmm. like whole Neo Tokyo aesthetic thing they have going on. They even did that in the trailer. They did the Akira slide, and I'm like, they have to, they yeah. they have to have like an Akira secret skin or or maybe something in in the item shot because they've been building up like their anime skins. That's another thing we need to talk about this whole Deku Smash versus <laughs> Dragon AKA Ball the Z. best items in the no. game. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Not into it, apparently. Uh, Not a fan. No. (laughs) And speaking of bug, that was another feature. Like, they took out Deku Smash for, like, two or three weeks and then put it back for for the last one. How about when they were both in the game at the same time? That was the best. That was the best. It was so fun. I don't know if you guys ever know this, but if you have two people fire the Kamehameha at the same time and they meet, they will meet in the air and like form a thing and just fizzle out. Yeah. (laughs) What happened when the Deku smash and the Kamehameha met? Did it just fire the Kamehameha through it? Did anybody have that? I think the Deku smash was slightly faster or was it the Kamehameha that was slightly faster? One of them did definitively win though. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember which, but I know there was a, a, a decided victor between the two. I believe it was the Kamehameha that was fat because that's more like a like a laser beam, and the other one's a wave. Yeah, it's like wind. <laughs> there is a yeah. great clip I have from uh, that season where I jump up in the air to Deku smash somebody far away, and as I jump up his Deku smash wave just misses me. Oh, and I'm like, oh whoa, whoa, I can't believe I survived that. I should have been dead there. It, it was fun. Like I, I like the tie-in, uh, especially because it was part of the trailer, but I felt like it took forever for that to show up in the game. And that's another annoyance I have. It's like, even for season two's trailer, they're showing off the maneuver gear from attack on Tyan and how you'll be able to use it. And they're still like, well, uh, he's 30 days away or whatever. And it's like, come on, just if you're going to do this new feature, at least start at week two, like give week one, everyone the ability to, you know, play around and figure out the map, but you know, start introducing these things earlier in the season. It is weird to me to have that character. That's always like 60 days in when the whole season is only like 90 days. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Just (laughs) let people unlock it when they get to the end of the battle pass or something like that. Like I don't understand making it 60 days out. It seems dumb to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anything else about this past season before we move on? 
I'm glad the hammers are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did like the hammers, though. So I many hammer them. bros. <laughs> I liked the hammers when they worked for me. <laughs> Not when I was on the other end of it. And I like the shields, too. Yeah. Shield, I like yeah. hammers, but only when I'm using it. No one else can use it. <laughs> only me. Most things. Um, I did like the hammer just for traveling. Whenever I try to use it as a weapon, I it was just way too slow. Yeah, for traveling, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last season did feel like we were able to traverse a lot better. You could have the augment to redeploy. You had the hammers. Uh, I feel like there were, there were a ton more zip lines all around the map. Oh, and bounce pads. You had tons of mobility. Let's give just like our final rating on, on season one. Out of 10, uh, for me, it was probably like a five or a six. Like, I love the new map, the whole bio, like the different bio spheres and the whole architecture of the medieval season, I thought was great. Like, aesthetically, it looked good. I loved how you could really tell, like, the map was formed by all these different pieces of other maps. And there were parts where, you know, there'd be these jutting cliffs like sprinkled throughout the map, which definitely gave it more height where I feel like the past chapter, it felt like a very flat Island aside from the the mountain ranges. Mm-hmm. Chris, what, what was your rating overall out of 10 for the last um... season? Probably pretty similar, honestly, for the same reasons. Like maybe I give it a six or a seven just because they had bows. I really like bows. I have a lot of fun with them. And strangely, I'm pretty terrible at Fortnite, but bows I'm pretty successful with. I really like the medieval times aspect to it. I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, but you still kind of had like the little frost area and some of the other areas that were kind of neat. Um, I also like those stupid blocks of ore that you can hit and then like ride <laughs> yeah i think those are a lot of fun or i like to just like send them at my unsuspecting friends just to scare the hell out of them um <laughs> so like i thought it was fun but yeah i just ultimately you know the story didn't really seem to go anywhere and uh the battle pass was all right there were some cool characters but overall nothing super amazing uh but yeah maybe like a six or seven all right Hassan, how about you? Final thoughts? Yeah, probably around a seven or so, I'd say. I mean, overall, I I did really enjoy it. I think it had a good feel to the season, so you Mm -hmm. can get into a good groove. I like the the loot pool. Everything just kind of, like, fit well together. And especially, I started playing a lot more zero build this time because I think also the map really is is well-suited for that, and so that's been a lot of fun. I think ultimately, like, yeah, the the lack of story and and a couple other things just kind of helped to... And and then some of the 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 slow feeling of like new things throughout the season. I know it's the first one in a uh, in a chapter, but mm-hmm. um, overall, I'd, I'd still say seven. Mason, how about you? Uh, yeah, for me, I, I I'm in the same boat, six or seven. It was uh, the new map. I mean, the, with the updated graphics and everything, it's oh, just gorgeous. a beautiful yeah. beautiful map. It didn't get old to me. I just think it, it's funny because we talk about it a lot. Like time feels like it's moving so fast, but in Fortnite time, it just feels like it drug on the season. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was like felt like a year when it was only like three, little over three months or so. And it and it, uh, but it, it, I think if they do more content to keep players engaged, that will help. But I think they were just like dropping a new chapter, new map, updated graphics. And then we're going to work on creative 2.0 and just kind of 
push it along as, mm-hmm. as we need to. And I, I really hope to see them do more um, changes throughout seasons and more story stuff. So yeah, about a six, six or a seven for me too. AP, how about you? So, I mean, I only have one other season to compare it to, but I enjoyed it. It just felt like there could have been more mm-hmm. to it. Graphics were beautiful. I love some of the mechanics, but I'd still give it like a solid seven. Okay. How about you, Zach? Yeah, I just, man, I'm going to have to mirror everybody. Six or seven. The story was lacking, but the gameplay was fun as always. Great travel mechanics like you know you were talking about with having redeploying glider and uh, uh the jump pads the zip lines even the balloons were good for yeah. traversal <laughs> despite the the inherent flaw of oh i'm being shot at there go my balloons <laughs> and like chris mentioned with hitting the rocks that just pew, like man you could get some distance with those if you were really practiced at it so again the, the mobility mechanics upgrade for me was awesome so yeah I, I, I give it a solid seven how about you aaron uh probably the lowest rating here probably a 4.8 i really miss large vessels like the ufos or a tank yeah those mm. kind of uh, vehicles um i hope they come back sometime in the future yeah the tanks were fun even the mechs i i love the mechs when they had those in there Right before the new season, they threw in mechs for like a week. And I was like, oh, sweet. (laughs) It was a straight week. And we're like, are we keeping these? Do we get to have these late? No, they're gone. (laughs) (laughs) Corey, how about you next? I guess I'll go with the crowd and say seven. Uh, But I thought it was uh, really nice. Like you guys are saying, the graphics. For me personally, I didn't mind the story as much as you guys did because, like, I could follow it decently, especially with the help of like PlayStation Grenade and all that stuff. I thought it was cool to sort of have a season where it was half a flashback, half of a, I guess, modern day. Like they they plucked um, like different different timelines together. Yeah, exactly. And you got to see sort of where our big bad came from after. Mm -hmm you saw is like sort of demise the the chapter previous um i thought that was neat and then the reveal that amy was gonna use an aimbot as the basis for a new robot i thought that was <laughs> i thought that was cool and then uh all the new weapons uh all the new locations it's always just fun to drop into a new yeah uh a new map yeah there's always that excitement of like oh man I get mm-hmm. to like, like when you see the whole map gray and you're like, yes, I can finally yeah. like check out all these new locations. Yeah. That's always exciting. And every time it's like Fortnite is just different enough to keep it fresh yeah. enough. I, I feel like the game's story and all that isn't necessarily made for people like us who log in every day. So yeah, I, I think like for a more relaxed experience, just logging in when you can, it would probably make more sense and be a lot smoother, but overall I, I, I enjoyed it. And now it's time for a special guest reviewer. Take it away. Hi everybody. This is Toku Chris and I have a very special guest. So if I don't, if I don't sound like I'm in front of the microphones because I'm not uh, the guest reviewer today with permission from his mother is none other than my six-year-old son, Darren. Darren, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. 
My name is Darren, and, and I like to play Fortnite. Awesome. Darren, when did you start playing Fortnite? Um, it was when I was at my grandma and grandpa's house. Okay. How much do you like Fortnite? A lot. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being I don't like it, and 10 being I love Fortnite, mm-hmm. what would you rate it at? I'd rate it at 10. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Darren, mm-hmm. what was your favorite thing about the last season of Fortnite? Well, my favorite thing about the last season of Fortnite was the Battle Pass characters, because there is a lot of cool Battle Pass characters. Which one is your favorite? My favorite one is the boss from Fortnite. The boss at the Citadel? Yeah. And the different colors you can get on his costume? Yeah, I love that. Darren? What is your favorite memory from the last season of Fortnite? Well, my favorite memory is I remember when we were playing with my Uncle Eric and me and my dad were driving a bike and then we ran off a cliff and then we landed on a player and it knocked them out. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. That was a good one. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a top ten for dad here. Yeah, then Uncle is just driving his car. He does that. What was your favorite place to land in well, Fortnite before my, this season? So last season, what was where was your favorite place to land? My favorite place to land was Anvil Square. Anvil Square. What about this season of Fortnite? Where's your favorite place to land this season? My favorite place to land in this season is Mega City. Yeah, what do you like about Mega City? Uh, what I like about Mega City is that sometimes there can be those two bosses. I mean, not the two bosses, the three bosses. And there's like those things that help you go really fast. What is your weapon of choice in Fortnite. So if you could choose any weapon in the game, what would be the one weapon you would choose? The one weapon that I would choose would be the mythical weapon from the secret island that pops up above the map. The pulse beam rifle? Yeah. That is pretty OP, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Overall, Darren, what is your favorite thing about Fortnite? All of it. What what is the one thing you love about Fortnite more than anything else? The one thing I love about Fortnite is mm, the weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like the hammer last season? Yeah, I loved it. You can go like boom, 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 boom. What about the sword this season? The sword of this season, I sort of like it because you can like go really fast, but you can't go farther than the hammer, and and I like it because there's purple on it. Do you miss? The bows and arrows? Yes. Would you say the bows and arrows are the most important weapon in all of Fortnite? Yes. That's my boy. (laughs) Darren, is there anything you would like to say to the people listening to you and your review of Fortnite? Mm -hmm. Well, I would like to say that I love playing Fortnite and that it's really fun for me. And one thing that's funny... That is that my baby brother always likes to say, What that? What that? What are you doing? He likes to say that when I whenever I'm playing Fortnite. 
and I really like sometimes the backgrounds and the music. And just a quick note on everything, just, you know, because I'm sure some people are like, what is, wait, wait, you let your child play Fortnite. Darren plays Fortnite under strict supervision with his mom or his dad with him at all times. Mm-hmm. And he's only allowed to play um, not every single day. He only gets about an hour every few days to play Fortnite, except on weekends and things like that. And he's a good kid. Yeah. And he's better than me at the game. <laughs> so again, Darren. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining this special Fortnite podcast of your mm-hmm. Uncle Eric's. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you'd like to say to Uncle Eric? Hi, Uncle Eric. I'm really excited to be playing Fortnite and question. How are you already on level 78 just by doing the quests? How? How indeed? Yeah, how? All right. Thank you. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Bye-bye. Bye. A big thanks to Toku Chris and his son Darren for that awesome review. Thank you so much. Well, I think it's time to talk a little bit about season two. We're into week three. This is the 24th season of Fortnite. Uh, started March 10th, so only at, at the time of recording this, only. Uh, 15 uh, days ago. This will conclude on June 4th. And once again, you know, we'll link to the PlayStation Grenade and, and top five gaming uh, kind of storyline up to this point. Uh, but this season's theme is cyberpunk and revolves around uh, Neo Tokyo and the future. And the code name for this season is Mega. So this is also the first time that a season has ever started on a Friday and not to start on a Sunday since chapter two, season eight. So it's been a while. The villain for this season. So remember the guy who, and I found this out by watching, you know, some of these videos, you know, that guy who tells you, Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that computer. I'm going to be pissed like that guy. Stop all the downloading. Yeah. <laughs> when you're doing the peace syndicate quest which again you know the next quest line isn't for another 15 days or whatever which is ridiculous to me uh so this this villain who's dressed all in black with the silver accents and the diamonds he's called triarch Knox, and triarch means three rulers and Knox in latin is darkness so three rulers of darkness and they were able to match him with the other big bads that we have. And so all of them are from the last reality, which includes the cube queen, uh, the Herald from the Chrome chapter, and yeah. then him. So they are the three rulers of that dimension of the queen's dimension. So just finding that out when I was doing research for this, because I just thought, hey, some weird, creepy guy, whatever. But apparently to find out that he's actually the villain for this season is is kind of cool. And I'm I'm glad that they're connecting all of the villains from the past few seasons together. Ultimately to lead nowhere. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> What's the uh the guy in the portal, the shadow guy in the portal who it's all kind of building to? The shapeless man, Jenna, or the nothing, the, the nothing, nothing, and the shapeless man. 
I wonder if they're going to use that trifecta of power to like bring him through as the main villain coming up or something, you know, like kind of like a dark specter type thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Well, there's speculation that like, cause Triarch Knox is like the initials are TN and the nothing TN. Like, is there some relation there or something? Oh. Like that's something I saw online. Um, Wasn't the nothing, the bad guy in the never ending story. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Are we getting give, a give me that crossover? Again? I want a Falcon. <laughs> are we getting Blood Dragon Gliders? <laughs> I'm here for it. But no, I I really like the addition of this like Neo Tokyo uh, Mega City and the four new POIs that we got because it took over literally a quarter of the map in the southeast portion of the map, and I think the Mega City is awesome. I I love the rails. I am a total man whore for cyberpunk aesthetic. And yeah, this season is just like, it's just injected into my veins. Give me more. <laughs> yeah. I love the neon. I love the whole vibe. And yeah, I, I really dig that whole area of the map, which by the way, uh, if you look at an overlay of this season's map compared to last season's map, the map has grown. Yes. There is significantly yeah. more space that they have added just to accommodate this new area. Yeah, actually, if you go to Fortnite.gg, they have a thing where you can compare two seasons of maps and there's like a slider. And yeah, the amount that this changed, like, I love the addition, but it felt like nothing really else changed everywhere else. But I think there was enough of a large portion of the map that changed that makes it really fun. And especially that they fit four POIs in that area is really cool. Yeah, and I think that's what the map needed, uh, yeah. you know, from last chapter, because it felt like almost chapter one map of just kind of basic stuff, some good POIs, not nothing too crazy. And then this one is like something really huge put on the map and something completely different than everything else, which was cool. I don't even really remember what was there before. Well, that was kind of like a, a nothing area of the map anyway, uh, which I think was the point because... Um, when I was watching one of these videos, a couple of the POIs that were gone were like that the cuddle team leader head that kind of survived. Faulty splits. Oh. Yeah, faulty splits is gone. And I thought it was a there's a cool oh. Easter egg if you go on the edge of where it meets, there's like the sign of the bowling alley that's been like cut off. And so I've I've seen that. Also, there was that beachy bluffs area it was kind of like that little neighborhood like tucked in the corner it was like that cul-de-sac mm -hmm. of four or five houses which i always uh, thought was a nice yeah. little place to land <laughs> the cuddle leader uh that was on top of the mountain the yeah that's what i said leader. yeah oh i'm sorry yeah that's, that's... and that had a reference with the drill from the chill season as well that was all spray painted so all of that's gone <laughs> yeah oh but also the giant cuddle head from the mountain right that was right that was yeah how about we mention that a fourth time oh did we <laughs> Carousel told me about that one. <laughs> no but i i also really love like the feudal japan aesthetic yeah a couple of those new areas i think that's really cool and the sword has been somewhat fun but also i'm terrible with it so it, it's frustrating but it's still a lot of fun sword is like the new hammer for me yeah, yeah the sword is better for movement than it is for as a weapon except I don't like using the sword. I liked using the hammer sometimes, but the sword, take it away from me because I can't do it. <laughs> I can't be trusted with it. 
I don't use the sword all the time, but when I get aerialist, I like to combine it with that because you can just shoot up straight in the air with the sword and like continue your movement oh. with the glider. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great traversal combo. Absolutely. Especially if you chain them like three in a row, you can get like super height and then start gliding. Yeah. Or even if you don't have aerialist, but you need to jump off a giant cliff, as long as you use the sword before you hit the ground, you don't you take any damage. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, gr- I like the grind rails. I don't know if we really got into that. Yeah, they, they're definitely yeah. fun. I yeah. love the grind rails. I am getting really into just from grind rail to grind rail and zooming around the map to get away from people. <laughs> it's so much fun. I, I don't like when you run into someone else on the grind rail and like one of you flies off. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing too. Is like That's happened before in a game where it, I think it was me and, and somebody else. We bumped into each other and I tried to jump over them. But it's like there was a vertical invisible wall and you can't even oh, jump weird. over them. You have to like you just. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of uh, the um, like the old Sonic Adventure video games. Yeah. Uh, they had the grind rails in them and you could switch between them and stuff. It, even yeah. the newer ones have it. That's what it reminds me of. Someone on one of my streams mentioned it felt like Sunset Overdrive, which is a game on on Xbox, which I highly recommend. I love that game. And it's true because that game is all about like skateboarding and using rails and tricks. And this mechanic feels very much like it was pulled from that. Uh, I will say like the major drawback to having the rails is I feel like that's where they poured all their like development time and detail into. Because if you actually go into the city, a lot of the skyscrapers are pretty empty. It's like yeah. you get to the top yeah, it's of one just a zip line. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then maybe like three floors at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. And tons of unbreakable walls. So nothing's yeah. coming down. We'll get to, you know, things that they removed from the game, which is a lot. Um, but one of the things like to your point about the buildings being almost unbreakable on the bottom is that, they got rid of the chonker tires and the cow catchers. Those have been in the game for a while now. I didn't even realize that until you just mentioned it. They're yeah. gone. <laughs> Cause I was looking for them and I couldn't find them. I thought they were still there and I just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't find any. And I love the cow catchers. Cause I would love to roll into a POI and just like bring down buildings and like wrap people out or yeah. Yeah. It was great when you're driving you just clear trees like you didn't even have to worry about like driving through trees i wish they would bring that augment back even if they don't bring the actual items back just bring the augment where it loads the car when you get in it i suspect it probably is related to what we were just talking about though with the city and they don't want to like break something (laughs) there if you accidentally crash into something and the rails are like hanging off of nothing or like you Mm, know probably something like that yeah that could be it too my, my thing with the rails is if you're going like full tilt with this feature, I want to see the rails spread beyond the city. Like I want rails like all around the map. How cool would yeah. it be to just jump on a rail and just slide all the way to a new POI? I think that'd be mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, I'd be down for that. <laughs> a couple other new mechanics that they added is the loot island which spawns mid game that includes a mythic capture point, which has guaranteed uh, the, the mythic like laser rifle, which is amazing. And it also has a two key vault. So how are we feeling about loot Island? It's great. When I it spawns it. anywhere near you. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and in the circle. Yeah. It definitely can be like an end game free for all where, you know, you cut half the remaining people in the second half because everyone goes for it at the same time and it just becomes a giant battle. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of like my thing with it is like, like I like the concept of it spawning in and like the pulse rifle is really cool, but I don't know how I feel about like one POI suddenly becoming the central spot. It kind of takes away like last, last season. I feel like there was a lot of good variety of wherever you landed, but now it's like, a lot of people go to the city, but it's big enough that it's fine. As soon as Loot Island pops up, like a bunch of people go there. So it's yeah. kind of a too much of a hot spot at the end, it feels like. Yeah, I agree with that. We've gotten to there a decent amount of times and we've been able to like really maximize our time there a lot more than I thought we'd be mm-hmm. able to. I just think for that laser gun is yeah, it's, it's worth, it. worth it. Yeah. yeah. It's a good substitute because you can't you literally can't find that anywhere else on the map. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you start getting hit by it, I mean, it's it's almost game over. There's hardly yeah. a defense for it. I really like the uh, the rapid fire aspect, especially like end game, because you could just tear down enemy structures and like cover and all that. So you can you can really gain a lot of ground with that. The note of mythics. I really like the new like kill the boss, get into the vault system. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was an event that we forgot to talk about for for season one. One of the events was that most wanted. Yeah. And I like the introduction of the mini bosses, but this mini boss that spawns way easy to kill. Oh, yeah. It's super easy to kill, but the weapons that you get out of the Oh, it's incredible. It's amazing. That mythic havoc pump shotgun. Yes. I love that thing. It fires a little slow. Like, I wish it fired a little faster. But you can literally kill someone in like one or two shots. It's nuts. Yeah. If you get a headshot, it's one one shot done. Yeah. It's like 250 damage or something, I think. That's wow. insane. You know, I feel like because a lot of those checkpoints and like, you know, bosses and all that stuff are so easy to accomplish, people sort of like gloss over a lot of the capture the flag areas. So mm-hmm. like you can just sort of swoop in there, hang out for a little bit, get some free loot. I, I think that there are a wealth of chances to get really good items. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And pretty early on too. Like if you, if yeah. you land at a spot with a flag and no other team is there, it's a great way to jumpstart your game really mm-hmm. early on. I've had games finish where like everyone's decked out purples, gold uh, golds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they really have, you know, added so many great ways to, in, you know, get better gear, including uh Corey's favorite, Gold barrel, gold barrel. Oh, gold bucket, gold bucket. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. If we're gonna talk about gold buckets, I hate that they got rid of supply drops. That has been in the game forever since the beginning, and they got rid of supply drops for these stupid canisters that, dr- like, literally ninety percent of the time, I have never got gold. Like by the time I reach mm-hmm. it, it's either purple or blue. I hate these stupid containers. It takes too long to open them. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. It's forever. Yeah. Yeah. Just bring back supply drops. Like the, if it ain't broke, don't try yeah. to change. Bring it. back those, those diamond crystals that everyone had to whack. And that's about the only oh. thing that were worse than the canisters. <laughs> uh, I almost forgot. I remember like matches where we would all be like, "All right, you hit the thing, and I got hit." But, like, take this side, and it was just, that was a mess. That was a yeah. mess. Playing singles, you couldn't use them. 
That's <laughs> right. Only yeah. duos are above. You're like, oh, cool, thanks. My complaint with the combat caches are it does take too long, and there's this weird like once you start claiming it, there's like a distance meter, and I thought. Well, the closer you are to it, the faster it'll open. No, it doesn't matter how far away you are from it. Like, it'll just open once you start. It's like, I would feel like there's a more risk versus reward if you stick close by the thing and then that makes you a target. It should open a lot faster. That's definitely yeah. happened before. Uh, Chris and I were were doing a match a couple nights ago where we were like, oh, hey, Bucket, sweet, let's get some good gear. And literally, as soon as it opened, we were swarmed by like four different teams. <laughs> yeah, because it takes you so long to open it that it's like an ambush thing that other people roll up trying to get it, and then they go, oh, yeah. we'll let these idiots open it, and then we'll just snipe <laughs> them and take the stuff. The one thing that wasn't broken in this game was supply drops, and they yeah. changed it with this horrible <laughs> thing. An epic game just... said, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad decisions. Fortnite. I'd like a nice, like, happy medium between the two. Maybe... Yeah. The caches uh, function like a supply drop. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they still, like, if you leave them there too long, they go down in rarity. Yeah. Like, that would be. That would be cool. Yeah. A nice compromise. I think yeah. the only thing that they're doing with these uh, caches, as opposed to supply drops, it does give you enough items for your entire squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a risk versus reward, but I'm not a fan of them. Legendary slurp canister is really cool. Is that new to the game this season? It's back, but the the legendary version is new. So it didn't used to give you this much health and shield. I think it was only up to 75 or something. Yeah, I think it was purple. I think so. Yeah, now it's like full. You can get healed, I think, full. uh, Really cool. It's it's awesome. I, I like it. What I love doing with those is if I have one in my inventory and I'm I'm stuck in the storm. I'll pop one of those because it'll regenerate as it's taking. So it regenerates the health a l- slightly faster than the storm takes away mm-hmm. from you early on. Like if you if you're like getting ten health yeah. by the end. Well, game, even in you're... the even in the end game, I was in one match. It was a solo game, and I, there's somebody else above me. And for a good like five minutes, like he's just above me in this building, and we're just kind of waiting as the circle goes in. And then eventually he has to kind of jump out in the storm. And I had two of those things. So I just start (laughs) popping it. And like, he just died in the storm and you know, my health was going down quick, but not as quick as him. Oh, okay. Good tactic. That's pretty cool. Wait. So is, um, is storm sickness a thing anymore? Look, when they even announced that, it didn't feel like a thing. Like I never got (laughs) infected or whatever. Once or twice I did. The only time I got the notification that I've been infected is when I'm spectating someone else's game. And it's <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, well, what, what I used to do back when they had the like restore health milestone, I used to land somewhere and just catch a ton of fish. And then I would just sit in the storm and let the storm take my health away and then eat the fish over and over again as a way to restore my health yeah for the milestone and that was like the only time i ever got the storm sickness because you had to be in there for a while you but the other thing that stunk is like so you would get out of the storm and it would drop off but then as soon as you'd go back in the storm it would activate again immediately like once you had it it was there for oh, the rest okay. of the game well and the new storm the changes they've made because they've because the map is larger they've had to like add more storm circles and stuff you actually don't take as much damage 
as early on as you would before because it would go to like two tick and then five tick now it's much later in the game that you actually yes. start taking two tick and stuff so you can kind of chill in the storm even longer now yeah it's not really a big deal because one of the new mechanics is that they've added this new storm mechanic with a total of 12 stages i i think the original was like what nine nine or ten i think yeah. i think it was nine but that was even i called bs on that because you know the last two or three were when it was ridiculously small <laughs> yeah. and then they'd give you those quests that were like survive six storm phases in a match and it's like I have to get down to like two people to do that. And then I have to hide from him for 20 minutes. Like it's right. not plausible to survive six storm phases in one match. That was a messed up quest. Someone will terrible. be dead. Like the game will just end before you even get to six because the people just kill each other. It doesn't yeah. last that long. And they're actually apparently testing something in the game files where the storm will split into two. So I don't know if that's something they're going to implement or for an LTM, but towards the what? end, it'll actually split into two circles or something, which I don't know how I feel about that. Cause like one person's in one circle and like, everybody I was going to say, if it gets kinda... down to two, that'd be very interesting. <laughs> that's yeah. Crazy. interesting. yeah. Okay. So here's some of the things we'll, we'll kind of wrap up here. Here's some of the things that they removed scars. So the assault rifles, rocket launchers, the mythic tactical pistol, because that perk is gone. Uh, hammers, bush grenade, uh, the chonker tires and cow catchers. Like we said, motor boats. I hate that they remove the, the boats for like, no reason. Yeah. No reason. Yeah. yeah. Eric loves them a good motorboat. Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the porta bunker, which sucks because I play a lot of solo zero build and I really like those bunkers to throw down some quick cover. The Falcon scout which was only here for a season. Why? Why would you remove that? It was cool. Yeah. And then I don't know if anyone's noticed, all of the animals are gone except for chickens. Yeah. I didn't notice, I didn't notice it either. at first. It took me a minute, but then I was like, oh yeah, I can't ride wolves and stuff anymore. And also you didn't mention bows. None of the rest of this stuff matters. The bows, <laughs> are, gone. The bows are gone. Look, th there's, if you go on to, if you go on to that link for the Fortnite chapter four, season two wiki, you'll see everything that they removed. I mean, this list would be a mile long, but yes, I'm sorry that I offended you, Chris, with the bows. I know. <laughs> I will respect reluctantly, the bows, reluctantly yeah. accept your apology. <laughs> but yeah, like I mentioned earlier, they, they also cut out probably more than half of those um, augments. And we only have maybe thir 12 or 13 right now, and they've added some. But, you know, I miss things like Rift Jector. I, I actually love that. If my shields popped, boom, I'm up in the oh, sky. Yeah. I, I actually love that as a get out of jail free card. I like the one that would uh, ping Every time the yeah. storm changed. Yes. I really like that, that one too. One. Yeah. And the, yeah, the storm scout, they remove that. I mean, does anyone feel like the ones that are left are kind of terrible? Like with the exception yeah. of like area oh, list yeah. and maybe one or two others, like every time they come up, I'm like, I don't want any of these. Yeah. Like I don't care yeah. about yeah. any of them. The only one I really look for is area list. Like yeah. Yeah. that's like the hardest role. It's like the least, it's like the yeah. rarest one. It feels like. <laughs> I feel like uh, the ammo ones are all just so passive like yeah maybe you'll see it but really you're just shooting and you're not paying attention to yeah. how many bullets you have left i'm sure at some point it saved me or whatever but like i don't i don't see it i don't feel it 
in game. The only one that I feel like you really notice is when you get to have two sniper shots before you have to reload. Yes. Because that's yeah, I like that one. if you hit a guy and knock his shields and you want to quick hit him again, you know, that's very helpful. Or maybe you miss the first time and then he moves a little bit, you can get him. But mm-hmm. yeah, like oh, there's an extra shotgun shot. I don't like you said. I don't even notice that. Yeah. I'd say light fingers is also pretty good, especially if you have SMGs and pistols. Being able to reload them faster is yeah. a yeah. nice perk. M- munition slide is really cool too. That's a good one. I, oh, I do like yeah. that one. I'm glad that they kept the one where like your car has unlimited gas yeah. and yeah. it has a little bit of a buff because of the vehicles that they do have left in the game. I, I do like using a vehicle, especially, you know, if I'm trying to chase from the circle or something like I like ramming people. I think that's fun. So, but it sucks because they got rid of the tires and, and cow catchers. And I'm not a fan of this new drift ability. And if you're going to make a race type car, there's that one quest where they're like boost with the nitro car. And I'm like, there's no boost button. What are you talking about? Those cars can boost. I don't know how to do it with my Xbox controller. It's the I drifting you... and then it boosts automatically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It's I like Mario that. Kart. <laughs> but it's funny because you're right about one thing. They're terrible with their quest descriptions. Yes. They'll say, like, you know, find this, this, and this. And you're like, what does that even mean? And then someone explains it to you. You're like, then why didn't they just say that? And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Before we kind of wrap up anything else that people like about this season so far anything that you like super dislike if they took away the excalibur rifle they should have added an equivalent like maybe a Mm -hmm. flamethrower flamethrower could be fun though i thought i heard that there were rumors that like flamethrowers were in the files and you used it was going to be almost like the mechanic with the um with the chug cannon so mm-hmm. it would have the same animation of like holding the mm-hmm. chug cannon and because they added those mm-hmm. new fire effects with the unreal engine mm-hmm. so a flamethrower would be i mean that would be my go-to weapon every game yeah. <laughs> where, where did that rumor go though I, I mean, where? I feel like there's a lot of things that like get in the game files and then like there was this whole like we're going to have like weapon mods like two chapters ago and that never, you know, so I, I think like they test out different things. We were going to have more vehicle mods than what yeah. we have and that never we, happened. We were going to have Air Royale and that never came back. You know <laughs> what I think would be, you know what I think would be fun and I don't know how difficult it would be for them to implement this, but so you obviously there's some kind of base character and they can you sell you all these skins and you can put whatever skin you want on this base character model. If they did something where you got in a car and it changed into a car that from like a designed. popular IP and they could sell you oh. car skins, like I want to jump in and it becomes the Thunder Tank or I want to jump in on a bike and it becomes a light cycle. Like that's oh. the kind of stuff that I think would be really neat. I don't know how difficult that would be for them to implement, but that would also open up a completely new revenue stream for them because that's a whole more thing of skins they could sell. Speaking mm. of that, there was there was supposed to be a different like skin ability like that, but for the battle bus, like you could customize how your battle bus would look before you drop. Wasn't oh, okay. that right, Hassan? I, I think didn't you hear that? I don't remember. I think there probably was. I know that there was going to be some other type, like locker type of thing. Like we have, right. like you know, umbrella, like a you know, pickaxe wraps, all that. But there's going to be some new type of thing that I thought it was um, for the battle bus. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, um, it makes sense. 
I'm also of the opinion that that would be a dumb and bad thing to do because, like, you see it for two seconds. Oh wow, I bought this wrap for the the battle bus. Well, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Corey, imagine if you were dressed in a Batman skin, you landed at a gas station, got in a car, and immediately turned into the oh. Batmobile. No, I'm here that for that. Makes sense. Well, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but I would honestly bus. just if they make an '89 Batmobile, I'm just driving around the game. I don't even care about killing people. I'm just here driving. That. It's like when the Ghostbusters stuff happened. Like, hey, oh, 100. Ecto the Ecto One is in the game, and I'm like, oh, sweet, Ecto One in the game. I'm gonna drive that around. No, it's just a stationary prop that you can destroy. Yeah. Why? It should have been. And most of it's covered with a tarp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. There's so many iconic IP, you know, vehicles out yeah. there that they could do. I mean, the DeLorean, yeah. you know, even oh, if you even don't want to put the skins in. This season, you put the Akira slide in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Show me you know, the Akira bike. Like, show me the cool yeah, Red they bike. could do Canada's bike, like a light cycle. Yeah, I would love a light cycle. I wonder if it's a thing of like, the licensors would want a dedicated version. Like we had mm. the whip, like the whiplash did get reskinned into a Porsche, but like that was the only one for a while. It was their Porsche. And then like, you know, there's specific vehicles, just like how lightsabers are only for events and stuff. Yeah. yeah I don't know why. I think that's just, they did that early on and they painted themselves into a corner and now they Maybe. don't want to, do it as a pickaxe because they think people will get confused and i'm like we'll figure it out give us some credit <laughs> <laughs> like let obi-wan should have a lightsaber pickaxe now nah, we gave him a shovel yeah. cool <laughs> hey Why? remember that time when uh darth vader played badminton <laughs> yeah with this giant racket <laughs> yeah i remember that yeah that was episode six i think yeah was on endor it's playing badminton I got a few Easter eggs. Any final thoughts on, on the season so far? Well, for what? the removed items, you didn't mention the POIs, like the cuddle team leader head. Oh my God. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you would want to see, because we still have, I guess, nine or so weeks in this chapter. All right. So hear me the out. Season. The name of the season is Mega. We have a giant city. Where's my Power Rangers? Where's my Megazord? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Where like give me give <laughs> yeah. me if if it was any time for a Japanese themed season, let's bring Power Rangers into Fortnite, finally. Yeah. I, I feel like they've skirted the line so many times. Like if they could have done it, they would have done it. It's probably like a license holder thing. I can't imagine Hasbro cares at all. I mean, they're like, we're not doing anything with this. Sure, you want to put it in your game? They've teamed with Hasbro on so much other stuff. But I wonder if it's a Toei thing. Hasbro already put Snake Eyes. And he ge they gave us that Snake Eyes edition toy for Fortnite. Corey might be right because, like, yeah, they could do Power Rangers in the U.S. if they get Hasbro's blessing. But Fortnite is nation or global. So yeah. they'd have to go to mm -hmm. Toei for that half of the world. And they're obviously notoriously mm -hmm. not cooperative. So maybe they feel like if we can't do it globally, then we don't care because we're not going to limit skins to different yeah. regions. So it's probably to it's probably John Toei's fault. You can blame him. Mm -hmm. But they've done that in the past because uh, when China still had Fortnite, any item that was skull related because they can't show skulls, they would change. 
Yeah, oh. but guess whose servers are shut down? <laughs> well, that's why I said when when China used to have four. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're probably like ah, that that went poorly. We can't yeah. we can't have so much like difference between. I mean, this would be a good time for was it Cosmic Fury skins? Those are uh. That's true. Those, Those are one hundred percent unique. That's that's oh, an option. Maybe. Promotion. Although the helmets are similar enough to use soldier that they probably. We'll figure. I don't out. know. <laughs> just, do, just do civilian heads. Don't even put the helmets on them. It's just fine. put transformers in, or one one of the other many IPs that Hasbro owns outright. Yeah, I just think if you have these skins already in Fortnite with a built-in transformation feature, my biggest dream would to be like it's morphin time emote and then it just goes like those those skins with the the mecha pilots. Yeah. That was literally their rift on Power Rangers. Like they had a yeah. transformation sentai pose and you were in your suit. That's the closest oh, yeah. we've got to Power Rangers in Fortnite. Even even that um cuddle team Oh the cuddle team leaderhead? <laughs> <laughs> it was on top of the mountain in, in chapter 13 yeah, amazing Remember that? yeah i don't know why i wasn't expecting it <laughs> you really should have been that's on you no but there was that fortnite crew pack that everyone got before i started spending money on it that had the mecha yeah her yeah. japanese themed yeah, future yeah, suit yeah. Speaking of which, just a, a couple Easter eggs. So her skin is tied to this mega reality where the city comes from, but uh-huh. also Ronin from chapter three, season one, he in the battle pass, if you go back there, there's a wallpaper that he has where it's half the current map of his season and the other half, the other side of his face and the map is actually mega city from this season of Fortnite. So they teased that they were oh, going to wow. do this like a year oh, ago. They teased Or cool. they had intentions of doing it much earlier and couldn't get their shit together. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other, whichever way you want to look at it. Just a couple other Easter eggs. I'll post a link to Top 5 Gaming's uh, Easter eggs. He had like 35 different, hey, did you notice this? Oh, wow. The Cyber Dragon at the top of the Mega City, every storm change, it breathes this digital fire. It doesn't hurt you because you can stand on the building opposite and it'll like engulf you, but it won't, it won't hurt you or anything, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. And then the mugshot emote that you get in this battle pass gives accurate character heights and someone calculated because it's like in centimeters or whatever. Peely is 6'10". He's oh a God. he's a big creepy boy. <laughs> That's a big banana. When I, I wonder used, how tall Hulk is. Maybe he's I like, was just gonna say when I use the Hulk, well, he comes. <laughs> we need to we need to check Vegeta. <laughs> I'll yeah. call Vegeta. Vegeta comes in at eight feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Quick, someone try that now. Because I'm curious. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Well, that would require me having the Hulk, the Hulk skin. skin. Yeah, I <laughs> refunded. We all refunded it. <laughs> like, I have it. I still have it. I get look. I'll have to go look. I don't know if I have that email yet, though. Anything else before we wrap up? I think the big takeaway, the reason I enjoy playing Fortnite so much is because I'm playing with you all. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That's oh, the yeah. fun of it is is getting on with your friends, cracking jokes, having a good time. Doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's just the experience of being social together. And uh, I think that that really is, you know, because of the pandemic and everything, we all gravitated yeah. toward Fortnite. And 
it's been a blast. And I love that we have this hobby that we all share together. And I admit I've been lax in the last few weeks. Other games have kind of taken my attention. But, uh, uh, you know, who wants to play today? Let's, let's, let's get a game going. <laughs> yeah, I might after this, actually. After It's I, like yeah. pouring outside, so I'm not going anywhere. Right yeah, it, we're, we're supposed to get like eight inches of snow. It's been snowing for like five hours now, so I'm not oh. going anywhere today. Springtime. Yeah, yay <laughs> for spring. Like There's always that one in like late March where you're like, where did this snowstorm come from? It's yeah. almost <laughs> April. Yeah, that's what's happening today. No, but to echo what, what Zach said, look, I think I, I got most of you all into Fortnite and, you know, I, I really appreciate playing with all of you. And like Zach said, with Fortnite, you know, I was able to reconnect with everyone because of this game. And that's how I started streaming. And it's been a lot of fun. So despite all the complaints about story and map changes and Epic games where, you know, the, the joke is, Oh, of course it's Fortnite. Yeah. Whenever there's a glitch, mm-hmm. um, I'm actually really thankful for this game and, and the community. I really love this game. And no matter how bad a season gets, I'm still going to grind to get, you know, 200 levels per season. Mm-hmm. They got me. I've spent, way too much money in this game to ever quit i think so yeah, <laughs> yeah no, i bought a whole video game system to play this that's season. true she did <laughs> so, i really did that's Same. everybody Same. who knows me the joke it's like you bought a ps5 just to play fortnite and i'm like yeah it's pretty much my fortnite play. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so uh, you got spider-man 2 coming in like a little bit less than what six months so you're yeah. right you're right oh, yeah no but that's... it's it it's cool having such a big group because there's literally every mm-hmm. night almost somebody to hang out with oh, if you yeah. if you want to be social or whatnot, you know. So it's it's really cool. It's and it's been fun getting to know everybody too. It, it's kind of funny. It's like you know how like on a sitcom there's always that one place, like on Friends it was the coffee shop. They can just show up and there's probably a decent yeah. likelihood that someone's there. Yeah. That's what the Fortnite lobby is for us. Like, you <laughs> yeah. can just log yeah. on and there's a good <laughs> chance that someone you know will be there and you can just hang out and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny because we have like the early cr- crowd and the late crowd, like the West Coasters yeah. and Chris. Bob, you know? So it's like <laughs> any time of the night. And Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so any time of the night, you can play with a bunch of different people. And I, I feel like I, if I stay up late enough, like I'll see all of you at one point or the yeah. other. I mean, guy, yeah. it feels like Chris is my like late night buddy when it comes to oh, yeah. Fortnite. Like, <laughs> that oh whole conversation my. gives me an idea, though. The whole oh, friends okay. coffee shop. Let us skin the lobby. Oh yeah, yeah oh. Put a skin Maybe. in the lobby. You could you could make it a friends coffee shop. Yeah, why not? That would be cool. The power chamber, if they ever do bring power. Oh, <laughs> that'd be awesome. So many ideas. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been playing since chapter one, season three, and so it's the game has evolved so much since then. But I associate like all these memories or all these things of moments in time that I've played with friends. Like I remember chapter two is when I think a lot of people started to get into it with some friends that I had and we were, we were going and, and taking down Midas and all this stuff. So like all these like game memories are really associated with these moments with friends. And that's, I think what, what Mm -hmm. keeps me, you know, continuing to play and has been a great experience. Except for of course, that string of months where Fortnite would not let you have more than four friends. (laughs) My biggest, I was was ready to rage quit Fortnite. And I did a couple times when no one could hear me. And I'm just like, what the, 
Yeah. Well, nobody can hear me right now, anyways. But that's a whole. <laughs> but that, I mean, I feel like that is a testament to how much of how well it it augments our friendship, mostly because like none of us are like remotely close to each other in distance right so really we only see each other maybe once a year if we're lucky and this lets us talk hang out do whatever every single night almost it's just awesome and some of the funnest moments and weirdly how we sometimes win we'll just be shooting the and like all of a sudden we're in the top three, and it's like, oh crap, we gotta like we gotta <laughs> start We're winning this thing. Yeah, those are the best. <laughs> That's why I've started more heavily clipping moments that we've had in your group. Either mm-hmm. it's you know a, a oh, really God. cool win we've had, or a really funny <laughs> joke that's happened. Or, you know, just stream of conscious BS that happens and we just start laughing like idiots. Like that is the fond memories I have with this game. So that's why I've been like, I'm going to clip these and I'm going to post them to just a random YouTube channel just to have them for having them sake. It's the same thing. Why I stream like lunchtime gaming and, and nighttime gaming and then export it to YouTube because there's all these fun memories that we've captured on stream that are just completely memorable and like crazy, like WTF moments and like impossible wins. And I love Fortnite because it's so unpredictable in terms of like every game is different. Every situation is different. So it's, it's just a lot of fun. And, you know, I'm grateful that Epic games has created such an Epic game. Like it's really, sometimes it's like the only game I play in a month, which is, (laughs) You know, you can say it's either sad or, or, you know, you're just really into it. So, yeah. And like with create, like the new creative stuff, it'll only get better. You know, like there will only be more fun things to do with it. Like it's a, it's sort of a catch all. Yeah, it, it really is. And that's another thing like we could get into, like just all the skins and all the IPs that they've been mm-hmm. able to gather, uh, bring together. This is the only game where I can play Master Chief with a lore from ps5 with ash from evil dead like it's just mm-hmm. it's it's insane i've always said that you know if ever there was a company to make the oasis from ready player one i strongly believe epic could pull it off the way they've managed to pull in all these different ips of like aliens you have robocop you have dragon ball z you have all these ghostbusters you have these these ips that normally have absolutely nothing to do with each other and somehow epic has found a way to to corral all these license holders and be like hey put them in our game it's gonna be fun why not and make them look really cool all together you know like yeah yeah yeah. because it's it's like one style aside from the dumb anime skins which you know look (laughs) that's a whole nother pet peeve i have all right i i really have to so we're gonna uh, wrap this up <laughs> uh so we're just gonna take the mic into the bathroom <laughs> no not gonna do that i'm not josh oh, the sequel <laughs> so we're just gonna get, uh, give everyone a chance to like say where they can find you and your creator code if you have one so i'm trekkie b47 you can find me at trekkie b47 on twitter and instagram and also on twitch zach where can people find you Sure. So uh, I'm on Twitter, twitter.com slash Zach Lavoy or at Zach Lavoy. I am on TikTok at Hollywood Zach. Uh, I do have a creator code, which I'm going to have to go ahead and, uh, yeah, Hollywood Zach, all one word. AP? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Secret Ranger Fan. And uh, that's about it. 
Chris Long. Chris Long. I'm on YouTube at uh, Long's Toys. That's a YouTube channel I do for toy reviews. Uh, Twitter is C, the letter C, Long83. I'm also Long's Toys on Hive and Instagram. Uh, and Corey and I do a podcast called Geek Each Week. Well, I guess it's not a podcast if there's not an RS feed, right, Eric? Yeah. But it's a live <laughs> show we do on YouTube every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Uh, we talk about news, geeky news stuff, toys, TV shows, uh, play games. So come check it out. And YouTube is Geek Each Week. Yes. <laughs> Corey's meme videos have been on point recently. so They, they really have. Thank you. But yeah, it's Geek Each Week on YouTube. Sorry. Hassan? Yeah, I'm uh, uh, at ml 120 on Twitter, which is also my creator code for Fortnite. And I'm on YouTube at The World of Ha. Uh, and then I also have a podcast, which is not a podcast, right? Called The Dose of Daisy uh, <laughs> with my friend Uday, uh as well. So check that out. Mason. I'm on Twitter at Mason Merrill, and that's the only social media. But I do have a podcast. It's called The Dads or Dorks Podcast. It's me and Toku Chris and uh, Tyler MC, and we are traversing the multiverse of nerd culture as fathers. So we talk about our kids a lot, get into some deep conversation. And actually, as this podcast releases the week, we had Hassan on our podcast. So nice. look for that episode. And we had a really good deep chat episode with that. So yeah, you can check that out at Dads or Dorks. Aaron, how about you? You can find me on most social media platforms at Nowhere Charter. You can also find me on twitch.tv slash Charter four days a week. And my epic creator code is Charter. Awesome. Uh, Corey? Uh, hello. You can find me at home. That's where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Corey's address no. is. <laughs> yeah. Please don't no. go to Corey's home. <laughs> no, don't, don't come to my house. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm at Frozen Stratos pretty much everywhere. And then also I run Soda Pop on Twitter if you're interested in the best four inch to three and three quarter inch toy toy collection. <laughs> we, we, we have I have a thing against like like those four Good inch toys. toys. Yeah, we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome. Uh, Fortniters, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're going to get out of here until the next battle bus drop. We'll see you on the, the next Fortnite Command Peely Hour. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, we got a split. I really have to go. I'm like doing the peely dance here. Yeah. No. Bye, everyone. All right, everyone. Bye. Take care. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks by pledging you are helping us make our show even better go to patreon.com slash ranger command ph to learn more thanks for listening